Welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Maya Urban, the Urban Healer. I'm a life coach, Reiki master, Akashic record reader, and registered nurse. I'm here to guide you towards living a life you truly love by learning to downregulate your nervous system, resetting your energy, and reconnecting to your essence. We'll talk about everything from evidence-based neuroscience tools to ancient healing wisdoms and how you can incorporate these in your everyday life to heal, expand, and feel joy again. For ways to work with me, visit theurbanhealer.ca. Now let's get into the show. Hello and welcome to the Discover Your Joy podcast. My name is Tamara Urban and I will be your host. For today's episode, I wanted to discuss a different perspective on freezing your eggs, also discussing my experience with the situation. So first things first, I know I have a medical background. I know I'm a registered nurse. I am not giving you medical advice. I am not telling you you should do what I did. I am by no means swaying you in one direction or the other. I'm simply sharing with you my experience and my personal views. So not my medical professional views, my own personal views. So please, please make decisions according to your own needs, according to your own medical team and what people recommend to you. So this is not me giving you advice. Please and thank you. Just saying. So kind of to preface where this all kind of came up. In early 2022, I was in a relationship and it was not a very good relationship. It served its purpose. A lot of healing and growth came out of that relationship. I do not regret going through it. I would never, ever repeat it. But that being said, it had its purpose. It wasn't an aligned relationship to say the least. It was definitely toxic. It was definitely unhealthy. We were not good together. I mean, sometimes we're good. Most times we're very angry and aggressive, and it was just not good. Also, he never physically hurt me by any means, but in terms of verbal abuse, yeah, that was definitely going down. So that being said, it was really interesting slash not surprising at all. My body really started to react. And this is just a reminder to everyone out there that sometimes, not sometimes, all the time, your body will react to your external circumstances in your environment, in your situation, and will behave in a certain way, depending on what kind of level of stress you're under. So I've never really had issues with my period. Sometimes I would get some heavier periods. And I mean, sometimes I would get cramping, but like for the most part, I was never having debilitating pain. And to be honest, and I have to be very honest here, I never understood when women were like, oh my God, the pain is so bad. I can't even get out of bed. Like, I just didn't understand that. I was just like, really? Does it get that bad? And hey, I stand corrected because my periods became out of hand. Again, if you're not into this stuff, you might want to stop listening because I'm definitely going to be going into some details. That being said, let's talk ladies talk. So my cramps got severe and like literally would wake up in the middle of the night screaming in pain. I even had two instances where I had to cancel clients. And like for the record, I have a very high pain tolerance. And when I had surgery on my jaw, like I didn't even take 24 hours off. Like I literally had clients in the morning and then I went in for my emergency procedure, which obviously was not planned. 
I didn't have anything in the afternoon just because I was like, I'm probably going to be drugged and I can't channel if I'm under the influence. And then the next morning I was back to having clients. Like I did not take time off. And I literally had like, just had a tooth removed very violently and I was fine. It was uncomfortable, but I did it. And it got to the point where I literally had to cancel clients because I like couldn't function. Like it was so erratic. I'm also pretty regular in terms of when I get my periods. All of a sudden I was getting like midway through bleeding. I was having long periods of spotting. It was just like all over the place. And it made me really concerned. So at this time I was beginning of 2022, I guess I was 35 turning 36. And I was just like, fuck, like, I want kids. Like, is there something wrong? Like, am I going to have some sort of fertility issues? Like, is something happening? So with all of this, I asked my GP to order me a blood test. So I did the AMH blood test, which is the anti-mullerian hormone, which essentially measures your follicle reserve. So how many ovaries do you have left over? And of course, this is one of those things where we have a finite number. And as you get older, your number goes down. So then the amount of the hormone will also be reduced. So I did this test and I remember I got my results. I'm on the streetcar because I checked my results online and I was absolutely devastated because my number was below what it should be for the average for my age. So of course my brain began to spiral and I became so, so upset. I was like, fuck, like I really, really want kids. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So then with these numbers in mind, my GP referred me to a couple specialists. And then everything kind of just unfolded from this. And again, I'm just sharing with you my experience and what came up for me and how everything ended for me. So again, I'm not giving medical advice, but I feel like some of this stuff, women don't really know. And I mean, like, I'm an RN. They don't really teach you this in nursing school. I don't work in a clinic. I don't work with women who are pregnant. So it's just like this information was new to me as well. So here we are now getting a referral to a couple different specialists. And of course, so funny, not funny. During all this, I separated from my ex because I'm like, okay, this is clearly not working. I'm like, all the healing I needed to do with him was done. And I was like, I need to walk away. Like this is not working. So then funny, not funny. The moment we separated, all of my medical issues literally just resolved. And like, even like within a day. And it's like, I have a picture of like my belly right before we separated. And then the next day, the inflammation was miraculously gone. Like it literally looked like I lost like 15 pounds. And I was just like, what? Like everything was off when I was with this guy. And again, my body was just like, unsafe, do not like, please leave, not working. Why are you not listening? So the thing was, of course, with our healthcare system, everything is really delayed. So by the time I actually got to see the fertility doctor, the gynecologist, the hematologist, it's like everything has kind of changed. But then, I mean, I was like, I'm already here. And given my age, I'm like, can I just check everything out pretty please? Just so I know where I stand. So this was like funny, not funny, because I started this journey thinking I might have fertility issues and this is for family planning. And it's like, I'm trying to get stuff going. Also for the record, a little like side story that's really important. The person that I was with was actually like super pushing having kids ASAP, which I mean, having a man who really wants to have children with you, if he's the right person is 
amazing. And then you're excited and you're like, yay, I met somebody that actually is ready to settle down and like start a family. This is great. But if it's the wrong person, it's actually awful and terrifying. And in my case, I truly think that like my uterus was trying to like leave my body being like absolutely hard to know you're not having a child with this man. That's like, it's funny. And like, you really like have to laugh because the moment he was gone, everything just like reset. And my body's like, okay, carry on all is well. But then this is also my reminder for you being like, if your body is acting up and you've gone to see doctors and people can't figure out what's going on with you, then it's literally your body trying to tell you something. Something in your environment is not working for you. Something within your environment is making you feel unsafe. Something is triggering your nervous system. Your body is literally screaming at you. And I think this is one thing that kind of like side note, but I always want to like remind people of if your period is off and you're having severe pain or cramping and it's like uncomfortable, that's not how it should be. And that's not a I'm judging you sort of a deal. Absolutely not. But it's like something is stuck in your body, some sort of a trauma response, some sort of trigger within your nervous system, keeping you in that loop. That's the same thing in terms of, oh, but I'm always bloated. Oh, but I'm always constipated. Oh, I always have diarrhea. Oh, I can never sleep properly. No, that's not okay. And it's like society overall wants us to think that it's okay because I mean, hello, pharmaceuticals, they want you to buy all those things just to make those symptoms go away. But then you have to go to the actual root cause of why is that happening? Why are you experiencing this? It's not okay to live like that. Again, I say this from, I always had sleep problems. I never slept through the night. Oh, it's because I, I'm a nurse. I do shift work. Oh, I'm always you know anxious. That's just how it is. No, all of that for me healed once I regulated my nervous system and once I started doing deep trauma work. Those are just a little nudge to be like, hmm, interesting. There's options. Don't forget that. So back to the podcast. So then me initially wanting to reach out to these doctors was like, no, I really want to start a family, which then turned into, fuck, I'm 36 and I'm single. What are my options? Oh my goodness. This was hilarious slash not funny. Well, it was funny. I enjoyed it. I thought it was hilarious. I hope you can giggle. It's like you go into the doctor's office and literally the hematologist ended up being like a younger man. And he was just like, okay, you're here for family planning. You and your partner, what is your partner's name? Let's get going. And I was just like, um, I'm single, I'm separated from my partner. I still want children, but like I was having issues with my iron and I was having a lot of severe bleeding. And he literally was like, oh, okay. That, uh, mm, yeah, that sucks. Uh, uh, mm, good luck. Uh, yeah. Uh, dating in Toronto is hard. Uh, mm, I was like, sir, can we carry on? I'm fine. <laughs> anyways. So that was interesting. So anyways, that being said, when I went to go see the hematologist, essentially what happened was I tried a couple different over the counter iron pills, nothing worked. I ended up getting an iron infusion, which is actually so challenging to get in Canada, which I don't understand because it was very helpful. I definitely noticed a difference, but not all doctors will prescribe this. So did that once definitely helped. But then what I found the most helpful was taking beef liver supplements. And again, I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm telling you what I did personally, and you do need to consult some from a medical professional, whether it's a natural path, a holistic nutritionist, whatever. I had my own team helping me figure this out. So this is not just do what I did because it worked for me. 
So that was kind of the hematology part. And for me, that really helped. My iron has been stable. It actually got like higher than it's ever been. It was actually like, whoa, what are we talking about? Triple digits. This is wild. But anyways, so that is good to go. Then I went to go see the gynecologist. And it was just so funny because I was like, I'm having all these issues with my period. And then I was like, yeah, I got rid of the guy and now I'm good. And she's like, yeah, that happens sometimes. And then literally she checked everything out and she was just like, your uterus is ready for babies. I guess I'll be your OBGYN and enjoy your summer. Whenever you're pregnant, come on back. And I was like, perfect. So I got my two thumbs up. Yay. Thank you. So then the last part was the fertility doctor. I was really on the fence of like, do I want to freeze eggs? And again, this is my own personal opinion, not telling you what to do. This is a very sensitive topic. So I don't want to upset or trigger anyone. I'm just telling you my experience. So I really would love to do pregnancy naturally. And the reason I say this is because I actually don't have fertility issues. My issue was finding a penis that I actually wanted to have a baby with. And dating in Toronto is fun. Hmm. Is it? Well, questionable. So that was my issue. I'm like, I just happened to find a partner that I actually want to start a family with. But I actually don't have any issues in terms of fertility because I had everything checked out. And I mean, literally everything. And the thing that was also super interesting, which like made literally no sense at all, So I redid the blood work, the AMH, and my numbers actually significantly went up. So I was significantly higher than I should be for that age group. So that makes no sense. This is not a variable number. This is a number that should be stable. And then it decreases over time because obviously you're aging. So like that literally made no sense whatsoever. So again, I'm just like, clearly my spirit guides were like, hide those eggs. They're not meant for him. No, no, no. And so I'm like, this makes no sense. I'm not complaining. Thank you. Thank you. I feel better. Then I also had a vaginal ultrasound to actually count the number of follicles I had. And again, the number was way higher than what I was expecting. So I was just like, oh, thank God I have, I have time. I'm not like you have six months and nothing will happen, which again, side note, ladies, can we just take a moment and like understand the fact that women are getting pregnant later or having healthy pregnancies and are having healthy babies. So don't let this, you're over 30 and your life is fucking over and you're like a raisin and useless. Like don't let society make you believe that this is a money grab. And again, you have to remember a fertility clinic makes money based on you having the fear of not being able to have children. And at the end of the day, If you want children, that is a very, very sensitive, emotional topic. So for you not to have children is devastation, which means that's a huge money grab. So again, these facilities, especially if you don't actually have a fertility issues, because there are women who actually have fertility issues, and that's a whole different story. But then some women are like, I just haven't found my partner, or I really want to focus on my career. Or I'm just not ready to have children in this moment. But of course, with our age and with our like overall, how our body works, it's not like I'm going to choose to have a baby when I'm like 50. I mean, I would not want to have a child at that age. But that being said, like we do have a timeline and it's just unfortunate because like 
women have so much pressure on them to, you have to have that really successful job and you have to have everything sorted and you got to buy your house. And like, you have to have your money set aside for retirement and your investments. And like, you know, you got to put all this time and energy into your physical body and what you look like. And, you know, you're in a travel, so you have to have these experiences. And all of a sudden you're just like, wait a minute, like there are 24 hours in a day. Yes. So that being said, here I am talking to this fertility doctor. I just got all my numbers. I'm feeling really good about these numbers. And I also don't have this like wild pressure of like, I have to freeze eggs like tomorrow. I was just like, you know what? If I take a couple months to just chill and relax, because like deep in my heart and soul, I've always known my person is not in Toronto. I do not want to settle in Toronto. I do not want to have children in Toronto. And I also don't want to have children with anyone that lives in Toronto. That's just my like inner knowing that my person is not in Toronto. So then I'm like, well, I got to get out of Toronto. But then I was like, where am I going to live? But I mean, obviously that has all been sorted. But then I'm like, I don't want there to be that pressure. And for me personally, I really consider this option of freezing eggs because I don't want to be dating with that like, that rush, that pressure of like, Hey, so nice to meet you. So do you want babies? (laughs) I don't want to start a relationship like that. And I also don't want that to be like lingering over my head being like, will I have a baby with you? Should I, do I want to? Yes. No, I don't know. Ah, what do I do? Date again, date with someone else, keep going. Do not keep going. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like that takes the fun out of dating. That takes the fun out of like getting to know a person as a person. Yes, of course, if you want children, you always need to be like, and would you be a good father? Totally. But then to have the pressure of like, I need to know within the next two months was just like, not fun, not enjoyable, zero joy. No, 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 no. So hence, I was really entertaining this idea of wanting to have my ex frozen. So then I can kind of take a little bit more time in finding my partner and also taking a moment to reset my nervous system from the craziness of this year between like moving back and forth from the county to like selling my condo to like completely restructuring my business. Like there's a lot of things that were going on and sometimes you can only do one thing at a time. And also like healing takes time. And even though you're like, okay, cool, I'm done, move over, like keep going, you need a moment. And just think of it like you're running a marathon. Like you're not going to run a marathon absolutely every single day. You're going to need to take moments of rest where you recover, obviously. But then with all the things that we're doing in our life, like we're constantly running marathons and we're never actually resting. And this even just comes down to a woman in her cycle. We have four different phases in our menstrual cycle, but do you honor that? Do you take more rest during your menstrual cycle? Do you adjust your workouts? Do you adjust how you take care of yourself, how much you're sleeping and like just how you're overall functioning? No, you're like, I have to be 150% every fucking day, repeat every day. No, that's not how your body is meant to live. And we like forget that. And then it's like, Oh, if I'm going to take a day off or take it easier while I'm on my period, I'm weak. I'm failing. No, you're not. That's ridiculous. So it's like, we need to take those moments. So anyways, that being said, now I'm meeting with the fertility doctor. 
Oh my fucking God. It was awful. It was just like, how can she add more fear into my body, into my mind, and literally try to rip me up to make me sign the paperwork to do this ASAP? So she's like, you know, given your so old. You're so advanced in age. You are so mature. This is going to be a geriatric pregnancy. So I mean, the longer you wait, the more complications, this is unsafe for you. This is unsafe for the baby. And I was like, yo, I'm not like 50. Relax. There's a lot of women who have children in their mid to end thirties, like relax. So it's just like being personally attacked, not cool. But then also being like, how badly do you want children? And I was like, very badly. She's like, well, then you really need to freeze eggs immediately. And I was like, okay, but with all due respect, I actually will not have a child alone. That is not something that I'm interested in. And no judgment for women who want to do this on their own. Good for you. Like truly I'm impressed. I have no desire. I'm either doing this with a person as a partner or I'm not doing this. And I've made peace with that because I mean, for me, I did not have a good father growing up and that was really challenging. And I had a single mom who worked her ass off, but then it's like, I never got to see her. We never bonded. We don't really have a strong relationship. And like for me to just have a child so I can be like, check mark, I had a kid. That's not for me. And then she's like, yeah, but you say this now, but what are you going to do when all of a sudden like your time is up and then you wish you could have done this and then you made the wrong decision. And I was like, no, that's actually a solid decision that I'm good with, that I've like processed of like, I can be the fucking cool aunt because a lot of my friends have kids and I can also volunteer with kids wherever I can be part of a charity. I can also then have the privilege of being single without a child. So I can do things that some people that have kids cannot do because, you know, your kid is in school. You can't just take them out of school. You can't just like book a last minute trip, especially if I'm a single parent. Like that's a lot of fucking pressure that I'm not interested in having. So I'm like, I'm just considering my options slash my body was doing some funky things. And I always do think you should go to a doctor and you should explore Western medicine and see what it has to say, but then you need to consider a more holistic perspective in terms of like, what's happening in your life? What's happening in your environment? What's happening in your subconscious mind? How does your nervous system feel? As opposed to, this is what's wrong. We don't know why. Here's a pill. This is a procedure. This is a band-aid solution. Stop asking questions. Carry on. No, thanks. You need to ask questions. And I don't want to just like here we go, do this. Like, I want to consider my options and I want to make an informed decision. And I'm just doing this because I wanted to know what are the possibilities? What are my options? What is the price of this? And like, what would this look like? And then she was just like, oh my God, so pushy. And then it was very clear. I'm like, listen, like I don't have fertility issues. You literally just confirmed I don't. The only thing that my fertility issue is that I don't have a man in my life. And I'm just like, that's not really a fertility issue, just saying. And I'm also confirming I am not interested in having a child alone. Zero, zero percent of me would want to do that. And that is not going to change. And then she's like, okay, fine. Got it. So, you know, dating is really hard. 
it's really hard to find a partner. It's really hard to find a partner that actually wants the same thing as you. It is really hard to get a man to settle down. And I'm just like, you need to fuck off. I'll take my chances. Thank you. I'm like, lady, I'm a fucking strong manifester. I call in what I want. I just also acknowledge my nervous system. I choose sometimes to manifest huge things one at a time because I need a moment to like digest it and like make it happen. I was like, yo, I just like manifested so many different homes, so many different moves. You need to just chill. And then she's like, okay, so for example, if you found your partner and it actually happened, which I mean, you know, it's really hard to do. And I was like, noted lady, carry on. She's like, so yeah, I have your first child. What if you struggle with your second child? Because by then you're going to be even older. And I was like, okay, then cool. Thank you. We'll fucking figure it out. Okay. Thank you. So then that was kind of like her thought on this. And then, oh my goodness, it just honestly boiled my blood. You have no idea. So then I'm like, if I were to freeze eggs, what does this look like? So again, I'm a nurse, did not know this, not common knowledge. I didn't realize that you actually have to go through the IVF hormones in order for you to freeze your eggs. I was just like, I don't know, you check your hormone levels, you know, when you're ovulating, you go in and then they take some eggs and here we are. Well, actually they pump you through hormones just to make your body like produce more. So then you're actually sending out more of your eggs so they can retrieve more. Which I was like, oh, I don't like that. I just, I don't know, having to be on hormones when you really don't need to, like that just didn't sit well for me. So I'm going to start dating. So I'm going to be going on dates with people. I'm now going to be artificially pumped up with hormones, which is actually going to throw off my body's ability to pick up the cues from the men that I'd be going on dates with, because now I'm literally hormonal and it's not my own hormones. It's a, an aggressive amount of hormones. So I'm literally going to be like teary and upset and emotional and like a fucking hot mess trying to date. But then also it's like, do you tell the person being like, Hey, I'm usually not this way. I'm like pumped up on hormones. But then also knowing that these hormones are probably going to throw off how you choose your mates, so to speak. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but when you're on birth control, it actually throws off your ability to choose a partner. When women come off of birth control, they actually end up being attracted to different types of men because now they're on their own hormone cycle with their own amounts of hormones. And then actually excuse how you choose a partner. So I'm just like, this seems awful to me, actually. So then she tells me the price and she's like, okay, so one round is about 12 to 15,000. And then she's like, given you are so old and you know, this geriatric pregnancy and all, you're probably going to need at least three rounds. I'm like, you're telling me you would like me to give you $45,000. Just confirm this to me. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I don't have fertility issues though, also. So can we just like go back to the facts and literal results that I just received on paper saying that I do not have fertility issues? You're literally trying to take my money because that is how you get paid. Okay. Cool. Got it. You are pissing me off like <laughs> hardcore. And to be honest, the thing that made me most upset is that the shit that she was saying was triggering as fuck. But 
I have the ability to take a moment, take a breath, and then really do some research and also like check my limiting beliefs, check what's being triggered in me. And like, I have a very strong intuition, a strong connection with my body and my higher self, my entire body, like everything within you is like, no, you do not need to do this. So I just want people to be very mindful when they're in a situation where someone in power with authority is trying to push you and sway you to make a decision that will literally benefit them. And like, I also had this happen when I sold my condo and I was starting to look at buying a house out here. The person that I was connected with as a mortgage broker did not trust her. Like everything that she was saying was just like literally belittling me and making me fear that I'm never going to get a mortgage because I'm a business owner and like, they're going to look at this. They're going to look at that. And you know what? You should get an investment property and you should get an investment property in Windsor. Did you know that I know somebody? And I was like, so you're literally not giving me advice based on what's best for me. You're looking at how you can make some fucking money off of me. And again, I'm like, you can shove it (laughs) and I'm not working with you. But not everyone has such a strong sense of intuition and such a strong trust in the universe that it's working out for them or that they even have the option of this or something better. And if something doesn't work for me, I'm like, cool, I'm walking away. And if I'm walking away, it doesn't mean I've lost something. I'm walking towards something that's more aligned. And not everyone has that inner knowing. And that's disgusting because like, Absolutely. Before I've done all this inner work, if you are going to tell me, oh, well, you know what? There's a high chance you're not going to have children. And like, it's going to be really hard for you to find a partner. Like what? Of course. I'd be like, oh my God, take all my money. Cause I want children so badly. I feel disgusted in how this was handled. And I was just like, yeah, no, fuck off straight up. Fuck off. And the thing is, this was not just my experience. I have some friends who've had fertility issues who are in the process of considering freezing eggs, some of them who have frozen eggs. And this is the shit you get from all doctors. And again, a fertility clinic is a business. They make money off of you. And then she was like, okay, so I literally said, I am not interested. And then she was like, if you are going to do this, I think you should do this sooner than later. I'm free in the next two weeks, right before I go on vacation. I was like, I literally just said, no, thank you. And I'm like, I'm going to Italy. I'm taking some time. This is not a hard no, but I, given the numbers, I feel really good with those numbers. For me to take three to six months to chill the fuck out, enjoy my life, reset my nervous system is going to be significantly more beneficial than me giving you like anywhere from 15 to $45,000 for you to artificially take out some of my eggs. That doesn't work for me. And then she's like, you know, it is, so selfish and so irresponsible if you're going to go to Italy. Ma'am, what is irresponsible about that? That is not dangerous. And she's like, well, what if you get COVID? And I was like, well, I mean, I've dodged the bullet for a couple of years, so I'm going to feel pretty good about this and I'm okay. And I'm like, and if it is, I'll fucking figure it out. And she's like, well, what if you get Zika? And I was like, I don't think they have Zika in Italy but nice try. Cool. Cool. And she's like, well, you know, this is, this is just very dangerous. And she's like, I really hope that you're not going to have unprotected sex with random people. And I was like, whoa, 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 man, (laughs) you need to calm down. Like you're literally trying to pull absolutely anything you can at me to make me land in fear and sign some paperwork. 
And again, I'm like, if I need to freeze eggs, I may, but I'm not in the moment. I'm saying no, like I'm not interested right now. And again, it's like, just because you go through this procedure, nothing's guaranteed. You could literally waste $45,000 and not have any eggs that will produce a child for you. Firstly, freezing eggs on their own is less likely to produce a child than if you froze an embryo. So an embryo will be a fertilized egg. And that's the other thing that she was trying to convince me. And then I'm just like, why the fuck would I do that? I will never have children completely by myself. Like that is just not in my plan. I've never wanted that. Like that is a huge hard no for me. But then it's like, if I do meet somebody, which side note, of course I will, like there's no other option. Now I'm going to be like, Hey, I have some fertilized eggs by some random sperm. How do you explain that to your future husband? How is that fucking useful? Not every single person is going to be okay with that. And it's also like with the assumption that my partner does not have fertility issues. It's one thing if like I have fertility issues, they have fertility issues, and we have to look at other options and there's zero judgment to that. But assuming I don't have it, according to this, I don't. And assuming they don't, that makes life very confusing. Like, why would I want to do that? So I was just like so pissed that these options were given to me and she was trying so hard to like break me down. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. So again, it's like, I get another phone call like a few weeks later being like, I know you're ovulating. We can take you in the next week. It's perfect timing. And I was just like, no, still a no. Thanks so much. It's a no. And like a full body fuck no. And again, I'm really happy I did all this and I'm really happy that I did my research and I could make an informed decision. And like, will I freeze eggs later? Maybe. I mean, right now, I don't think so. Like, I just don't think that there's going to be a need. And again, it's like, I just need to define a man. I didn't have any issues. And again, I'm acknowledging that there are people who have fertility issues. And I also acknowledge that it fucking sucks. And it is a roller coaster of emotions and pressure. And it's a lot. I have a lot of clients who have fertility issues that I've worked with. I have friends that have fertility issues and I see them struggle and it like breaks my heart. So it's like, I'm not brushing that off. But then for me to be, try to be coerced to do something that doesn't feel aligned because I literally know she's looking at me with like dollar signs on my fucking head. That's disgusting. I really invite everyone to do their own research and to not make a decision. I think that's something that we sometimes forget where someone can ask you a question, whether this is a personal, medical, or professional question, and they're like, well, what do you want? What's your answer? You do not need to answer. You literally can be like, you know what? Thank you for the information. Give me a moment to digest. And especially if you're an empath, especially if you are sensitive, it's like being around other people's energy. Sometimes people are really good at selling stuff or their energy is super hyped up and then you feed off of their energy and then you feel like you should. And then also like take a moment to check yourself. It's like, do you want kids or does your family force you to have kids and they're like making you feel like shit that you don't? Are you on Instagram or Facebook and you see everyone around you is getting married, everyone around you is having babies and you're just like, fuck, I need to do this. Take a moment, like, do you want that? 
I take having a child incredibly seriously. Like it's not this like cute thing you take pictures with, like same with like having an animal, like any type of animal. It's like, I have made a commitment to my dog that I will take care of her and I will ensure her needs are met, which very frequently are inconvenient to me. And it's like having children is very expensive. Like even just having my dog, I can't just go on vacation. I have to consider at least like a grant. So my dog has her boarding taken care of. There's a lot of things to consider and not everyone wants to have kids. And I think that we also need to drop the judgment of like, oh, you don't want kids. Who cares? Keep your eyes in your own lane. Like everyone has their own story. And it's like, if you want to have like five cats, good, have fun. Amazing. If you want to have five kids, amazing enjoy so i think we also need to be really mindful of do you want this actually or do you feel like you should and again it's like being really careful when someone's trying to convince you of something and like for me i have the ability to like push pause and they're like i'm not making a decision thank you for the information and also you're rude as fuck and i'm so annoyed with how this information was presented to me. Like there was no, you have choice. We respect your choice. It's like, you're not going to do this. You're going to regret this. You're never going to have a child. I'm like, listen, cannot wait to send you a picture of my beautiful baby without your help. FYI, that's my opinion. With that being said, for me, and again, I'm not giving medical advice. I'm just giving you guys the overall summary of my experience and how I process it in my mind. I knew within me, I'm going to meet my partner and I know I'm going to be a mother. I don't know how that's going to unfold. I don't know when that's going to unfold. I don't know those details. You know what? Those details are none of my business. What is my business is making sure that I'm keeping my nervous system regulated, stable, that I'm really taking care of my mental well-being, my energetic well-being, my physical well-being. So it's like, what can you do that isn't your control? And if you haven't met your person yet, like, are you going out? Are you on dating apps? Are you letting friends know to be like, hey, do you know someone that's single? Are you putting yourself out there? Are you smiling at that cute stranger? Are you making moves as well? If you were to meet the right person and then all of a sudden all the things are aligned, have you started thinking about like, are you on a prenatal? You should be on a prenatal. It's actually really good for your skin and your hair. Just saying. Have you reduced your alcohol consumption? Have you reduced your sugar intake and how much processed foods you're taking? Have you started working out? Like my focus is how can I get my body as strong and as prepped and as healthy as I possibly can. So then when I do meet the right person and I am ready to start a family, it can just happen. And don't go into this in a like, what if it doesn't happen? It's going to be really hard. And what if it's not? I have a incredible close friend of mine who met somebody and within a few months, she's like, he's the one. And then they had a baby. There isn't a right and wrong way. And I feel like, especially when you're a little bit older, when you're in your like mid thirties or higher, You don't need to date for a year and get engaged and then be engaged for a year and then have a wedding and then wait a year after the wedding to have a baby. Like, no, it doesn't need to happen that way. That doesn't need to unfold in that manner. It is your life. You're the creator of this life and you get to choose what it looks like for you. And there's no right way. The only thing that 
you are responsible for is taking care of your physical, mental, and energetic well-being. So then when you are ready, everything's just aligned. And it's like, sometimes you need to take that first step, not sometimes, all the time, where you're showing the universe that you are ready. It's like, you want to call on your partner. If they were to like move in with you, is there space in a closet for them to add their stuff? Do you have a bed that would fit two people? That doesn't mean that you're going to let someone come in and live in your home, but like energetically you're prepping. And it's like, I was decluttering my home for like probably a year and a half before I moved. And everyone was like, are you fucking okay? And why are you decluttering again? Because I was like, I'm going to move. Not sure where, not sure when, but I'm going to. And then literally when I finally decided I am going to move, I was already living in the county, but I had to run home to Toronto to pack up my shit so my real estate agents could stage and sell my condo, but I could do it in an afternoon because everything was already settled and good to go. I already did the declutter. So it's like, if you want that, don't get a gym membership the day you're like, I think I'm going to get pregnant. You should already have a gym membership. And also it doesn't matter what that is. Is it a yoga membership? Is it running? Is it whatever it is? But it's like, start that. Start eating healthy because if you are used to eating out and you're like drinking a lot of alcohol and you're having a lot of processed stuff, like to just stop cold turkey is going to be really challenging for you. So then start now. And again, it's like when you're having issues with things like your period or with fertility, it's your nervous system saying no. And I say this because I've worked with so many women who have had fertility issues and yes, they've gone to a medical doctor and they've had things checked out and everything looked okay. And then they were just like, I don't fucking know what's wrong. And then we do a little bit of work together and we realize that they don't feel safe in the relationship they're in. And even though it's a, they're good to me. And, you know, I think they will be a good father and like, they have a good job, but they didn't feel that connection. And then it's like, I had people who've had issues in terms of, will I be a good mother? Can I handle this? Or they just don't feel safe in their environment. If you don't feel safe where you live, like you don't feel safe with your surroundings. You don't feel safe when you go to your job. You don't feel safe in the building you live in. If you don't feel safe, your body is not going to feel safe to bring in this vulnerable little creature. Like think about that. So if you're already scared and that means your period is off, your sleep is off, your digestion is off, your nervous system will not prioritize fertility because it's like, we're dying and I need to keep you alive because you're in this stress state. So then really look at your life. Are you taking care of yourself? And you have to start with you. And that again, if you don't love yourself, you're not going to let someone love you. So then you're going to have a hard time calling in your partner. And if you don't take care of your body, like you would with a child, you're not going to be able to call in a child as easily. And that being said, of course, there's people doing all those things and they get pregnant. And then if you are someone who's struggling with fertility, you're going to look, what the fuck, how did they do it? And I can't keep your eyes in your own lane, take care of yourself and really, really lean into that. And it's like, I've had to do a lot of trauma healing. It was uncomfortable. I've done a lot of therapy. I've worked with coaches. I've done a lot of work with my subconscious mind. Like my entire life is devoted to regulating my nervous system and teaching other people to do the same. So I'm doing that. And again, it's like, I was like, I'm taking some time off. I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. And if I need to, I know what my options are. I will reassess later. But when my body is like, fuck no, 
it's a fuck no. And it has never taken me into the wrong direction ever. So then check in, make informed decisions based on what you actually want. Don't let fear be how you make your decisions. Don't let other people's fears manipulate you into making a decision that's actually best for them and not even considering what's best for you. And then just sit with that. And again, hit pause. You do not need to make a decision in the moment. So that being said, this was my experience with freezing eggs. At this point when I'm recording, I have not frozen eggs. And at this point, I am dating someone amazing. So stay tuned. I will share, obviously, as this unfolds. But this was something that was happening over the last couple of months. One of the reasons I had to go to Toronto so many times, so many appointments, which I wasn't sharing in the moment because I just needed to kind of digest everything. And yeah, so that is me. I hope you guys are amazing. I hope this sparked a little bit of deep thinking and reflection. I hope it didn't trigger you guys too much. And if it did, lean into the trigger. What can you learn there? What is being activated within you? How did that make you feel? And know that all feelings, all emotions, all opinions are welcome. Lean into that with curiosity, but please don't make your decisions based on fear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to talking to you guys next week.